1: The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. Live, in-person services are now available for you to attend every Sunday morning at 9 o'clock. Visit LargoCC.org. You have
0: a God that can change the circumstances, but you've got to serve Him, love Him, obey Him, worship Him, and then God moves for His daughter. Then God moves for His son.
1: If you are in need of physical or spiritual healing for yourself or someone you know, then today's Healing Word message is for you. Pastor Jack Morris is leading us in a study of God's healing miracles. But before we go to the message for today, I would like to offer you a copy of a book written by Dr. Harold Sala entitled, What You Need to Know About Healing for a Donation of Any Amount. The book by Harold Sayla. What you need to know about healing is a reminder of what many have forgotten, that Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals, is still healing today. Within these pages, you'll find a strong scriptural foundation for healing, which gives hope and comfort in a time of need. Harold Sala is founder and president of Guidelines International, a ministry communicating the message of Jesus Christ so that people come to faith in the Lord and believers are disciplined and strengthened. In the book, What You Need to Know About Healing, he combines careful research, biblical narratives, and personal stories of physical and spiritual healing and points to how trusting God yields lasting and eternal rewards. While no one is promised tomorrow, you will receive true encouragement for whatever circumstance may be yours, and you will better understand the compassionate nature of our Heavenly Father and how to find healing His way. To support this ministry electronically, go to the website thehealingwordministries.org and click on the Donations tab to receive your copy of this dynamic resource. You'll also find the address and phone number on the website if you prefer to donate by mail or would like to call for more information. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Morris and the congregation of the Largo Community Church for the message, God and Human Pain.
0: Much pain in the world. Pain in this congregation. Where does God come into all of this? Our faith in God. How does pain and God come together and connect? Well, that's what we're going to look at today. In verse 18, if you have your Bibles open, Paul said, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing With the glory that will be revealed in us. Now notice he's talking about two things here. He said our present sufferings, the glory that shall be revealed. Our present sufferings, the glory that shall be revealed. We are not always going to experience what we are experiencing now in the present. There is so much pain and suffering, wars, uh, natural disasters, uh, physical and mental suffering, but it's not always going to be like this. Does that bring any encouragement to your heart today? Amen. To know that God's going to change things very shortly and He can change some things right now, this morning, in your life, my life, as we look to God. Now look at verse 22. Paul says, We know Now, we know this from experience. We have lived long enough to know this. He said, we know that the whole creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up until this present time. Paul personifies the earth here. The earth is groaning like a woman that is giving birth to a new human being. The groans, the pain. Where do we see that? We see it in all of the wars that are going on today in uh, Afghanistan and <clears throat> Iraq and Libya and, uh, and the many wars that precede World War I, World War II, the Civil War, uh, slavery, uh, all of the pain, the pain, the pain. And pain just continues on. There's always been pain. Ever since Adam made a choice to go against God, there's been pain in this world. We trace it all the way back to the very beginning. When we disobey God, when we go against God, but if we're following God, living for God, we have hope of glory that's yet to come—glory now and glory yet to come. Now you see that there's two. Th- there's there's God created the human uh, world, uh, the human kingdom, and the animal kingdom. The big difference between these two kingdoms is that the animal kingdom operates and behaves according to instinct. The human kingdom operates and behaves according to choice. God's not going to judge animals because animals have instinct and they they just do what the instinct tells them to do. But human beings, you and I have a choice and we behave the way we want to behave. We live the way we want to live. We do what we want to do, when we want to do it. God has given us a choice. Adam had that choice, and we've had that choice ever since Adam. Adam exercised that choice against God. He disobeyed God. And sin, pain, why their first son, mur- mur- uh, one son mur- murdered the other son. The pain. They lost paradise. Friends. You're a, you're a winner when you serve the Lord. You're a loser when you don't serve Him. But God wants you to be a winner and me. He wants us to be in victory and know His blessing. Then the earth is groaning. The nations are groaning. Think of the natural disasters. Hurricanes, tornadoes, tsunamis, earthquakes, flood, famine... This is not the earth that God created. He didn't create it to be like this. This wasn't his will. He wants people to live in a paradise. And we can have that paradise in our hearts now. And in that day when he comes, a literal visible paradise. What about all the physical pain? You know, I could not begin to name the vast array of illnesses which fill the pages of medical textbooks. There are any number of illnesses. And the hospitals are filled. And and look at your own medicine cabinet and all the prescriptions that are there to help us. The earth is groaning. The, The earth is not at peace. And the people who live on this earth are not at peace. The psychological pain, fear, anxiety... People suffering with loneliness. People suffering with depression. The dark night of the soul. No, this is not a happy, peaceful, calm world that we live in. Paul said the world is groaning because the world is desirous to get back to that original paradise experience. To give birth to something that is new and wonderful. This is not the way the world wants to be. Not the way God wanted it to be. Now, I'm going to focus my attention on the physical and the, the uh, psychological pains. I can't cover everything, but the physical pain, the psychological pain. There are any number of causes or sources. I'm just going to name a few. Now, I already named Adam and Eve, going all the way back to their choice. But today, we're suffering many pains, many illnesses physical and psychological, not because of our choice. For instance, heredity, the DNA that we receive from our parents, this we had absolutely nothing to do with. That's why very often the doctor, you go to the doctor, the doctor will say, anybody in your family have cancer? Anyone in your family have heart disease? I mean, we receive these these. Uh, propensities for certain illnesses they come in on the genes our parents receive them that way you and i receive them that way and so we have these various uh, sicknesses and diseases but then here's where choice comes in some of us because of our habits unwise habits smoking alcohol drugs poor eating habits here's where we have a choice and then the communicable diseases, why there's bacteria and, uh, about us and, and, and germs all around us. And then, in addition to all of that, Satan's attacks. Satan is alive and well, but God knows how to put a stop to him, even in your life, even right now. But ultimately, Satan will be completely his fear, power, and influence eradicated.
1: Pastor Morris will return in a moment with the conclusion of today's message. Following this important invitation, I'd like to offer you a copy of a book written by Dr. Harold Sayla entitled What You Need to Know About Healing for a Donation of Any Amount. The book by Harold Sayla, What You Need to Know About Healing, is a reminder of what many have forgotten, that Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals, is still healing today. Within these pages, you'll find a strong scriptural foundation for healing, which gives hope and comfort in a time of need. Harold Sela is founder and president of Guidelines International, a ministry communicating the message of Jesus Christ so that people come to faith in the Lord and believers are disciplined and strengthened. In the book, What You Need to Know About Healing, he combines careful research, biblical narratives, and personal stories of physical and spiritual healing and points to how trusting God yields lasting and eternal rewards. While no one is promised tomorrow, you will receive true encouragement for whatever circumstance may be yours, and you will better understand the compassionate nature of our Heavenly Father and how to find healing His way. Again, the book, What You Need to Know About Healing, can be yours for a donation of any amount to The Healing Word Ministries. To support this ministry electronically, go to the website thehealingwordministries.org and click on the Donations tab to receive your copy of this dynamic resource. You'll also find the address and phone number on the website if you prefer to donate by mail or would like to call for more information. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Morris for the conclusion of today's message. Now,
0: somebody will say, "Well, pastor, I have small faith." Friend, listen to me. Please, right now, listen to me. I have small faith. You do not need to have great faith in order to be blessed of God in healing in any answer to prayer. What you need is small faith in a great God. Not great faith in a great God, but small faith in a great God. Jesus talked about the simplicity of a childlike faith. So go to God. Believe in God. Have faith in God. Your faith is belief and your faith is trust. Now, number two, point B in your outline, stay focused on God. Now, that's easier said than done. It's not easy to be focused on God when your body is screaming in pain. You can't get your mind on anything else other than the pain. But stay focused on God. Now, I'm going to put it on the screen. They're going to put it on the screen. It's not in your outline, in your bulletin, but you may want to write it into your bulletin. Here's how to stay focused on God. Number one, tell God you can't focus on Him right now. Tell Him that. God, I can't think of anything but my pain. I can't focus on You. Help me to focus on You. Friend, we need to talk simple talk to God. We need to speak plainly to God. We need to be transparent with God. Tell him, I'm having trouble focusing. God help me. And then, number two, claim a scripture verse. Now here's a couple I'm going to give you, but not necessarily the ones that you could use. You can use these, but there's a verse of scripture that'll be very meaningful to you. We can use perhaps Exodus 15, 26. I am the Lord that healeth thee. Now, it won't take long to memorize that scripture. I am the Lord that healeth thee. Come on, everybody say it. I, I am the Lord that healeth thee. Now, all day long, in your bed, in your car, wherever you are, in the hospital, wherever you are, I am the Lord that healeth thee. That's Exodus 15, 26. Or we can go to 1 Peter two twenty four. By his stripes or wounds you have been healed. Now, say that. By his stripes or wounds... Say it again, by his stripes and wounds you have been healed. We're we're taking something that God has already done, bringing it into the presence, and experiencing his presence and his blessing. Number three music. Music is, is a great calmer of the soul. Sing a hymn, sing a praise chorus. Just don't wait till you come to church to sing praises and worship to the Lord. Put on a CD that glorifies God. Sing along with it. God will bless that to your heart. God will bring calmness to your soul. It will focus your praise and worship on Him. Now, when Jesus was in the upper room, He instituted the Lord's Supper. He's now ready to go into Gethsemane and drink the cup of sin. He's now ready to pray the prayer, Father, if... It's your will. Take this cup from me. But nevertheless, not your will, not my will, but your will be done. He submits to the great plan of God. But before he goes into Gethsemane and sweats, as it were, great drops of blood, before an angel comes and ministers to him, he and his disciples sang a hymn. Singing. Singing is so important. Friends, when you miss the song service and when you come too late to sing the courses, you've missed worship. I'm thankful that you come and you hear the word that enlightens your mind and inspires your heart. But singing is not just preliminary, it's not just to take up time to make an hour and 20 minute worship service. Singing is for you, it's for me. It's to help us to focus on God, to worship God in spirit and in truth. Come to church and worship God. Remember in the Old Testament, when King Saul was about to lose his kingdom, he knew it. It almost lost his mind in the meantime. An evil spirit came upon him. It was none other than the spirit of a great depression, agitation, He became so agitated. David would come with his harp and play the harp, play praises to God. And as he prayed praises to God, King Saul's spirit became calm and peace came. Friend, singing, music, that is God honoring will bring blessing and healing to you and help you to keep focused on God. So, first, tell God you're having a problem focusing. Secondly, claim a scripture verse. Thirdly, re- sing some songs and some scriptures that you have first sung in the company of the redeemed. I mean, these are your people. Sing with them, pray with them, study the word with them. Let's do it together. Let's not miss anything, not even a morsel of spirituality that God is giving to us on a Sunday morning. Because we're going back out there into the world, and we're going to face sin and Satan. And who knows what we're going to face. But if you have God, if you have the Word, if you have the songs of praise in your heart, you will be victorious. You will be an overcomer in the Lord Jesus Christ. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Amen. Number three, see and your affirm your relationship with the Lord. Remember last week I talked about the Lord's Prayer and how we have become so familiar with it? And, and, when, and if we miss the Lord's Prayer on Sunday morning, our Father, all oh to say it with, with all my brothers and sisters in Christ, so to hear them say it, for me to say it, to know that I'm going to heaven in, a, in company. I'm not going there just by myself, but I'm going there with the Largo Community Church yes. <laughs> and God's people other places. Affirm it. If you can't say anything else when you're on that sickbed or that pain is racking your body, you can say, our Father, our Father, my Father, Abba Father, and over and over and repeat it and repeat it until it sinks deep into your heart. Now, there was a man... Who was an athlete and he had a terrible accident. He was very athletic, built so husky, strong, muscular, and he had a terrible sports accident and he was bedfast. Now, here was a man that was used to, to performing and doing, and now he is bedfast, but he's a firm Christian. And this is what he said He said, I, I have a deep joy that I even marvel at. He said, I'm surprising myself. I'm a man of action. I'm a man of doing. And now there's no action and no doing anymore. He said, I should be in the, in the very depths of depression. And he said, I cannot even understand my own joy. I, I, I can't explain it to somebody else when I can't even explain it to myself. It all comes from God. But I can't explain how he does it and, and why he does it only that that he is God, he's my father, he loves me. He said, I marvel at my own joy. So what I'm saying is joy and pain can coexist at the same time. Did you get that? It can coexist. You can have joy and not become bitter, not become angry at God, not blame God. You can have joy even when you're going through a deep, sorrowful, painful experience. This is what God does. Now, remember the other few weeks ago, I put pictures up of uh, various individuals, and one of them was Johnny Erickson Tata, the girl that went swimming in the Chesapeake Bay. She dived into the bay off of a raft. Uh, the water was too shallow. She broke her neck. She came, uh, uh, well, she was paralyzed uh, from her neck down. She, she can't scratch her head. She can't, she can't do anything. She, can't, she can only move her neck. That's all she can do. Everything else has to be done by somebody else. Listen to what she says. And I'm going to read just a little bit, but be patient and listen. Johnny Erickson said, My affliction has stretched my hope, made me know Christ better, helped me long for truth, led me to repentance of sin. That's when she got saved. Goaded me to give thanks in times of sorrow, increased my faith and strengthened my character. Being in this wheelchair has meant knowing Him better Feeling his pleasure every day. Feeling his pleasure. Not your pleasure. Not my pleasure. Anybody can complain. Complain about why? Why me? Why poor me? And I I can't answer that. No one can answer that. I only know that we live in a world that is groaning. Groaning a world that God didn't make, but sin and disobedience made it. You and I are part of it, but it's not always going to be this way. But God will bring to us his pleasure, not our pleasure, but his pleasure. And now, know the word of God. The greater your knowledge of the word of God, the greater your faith will be. A friend of mine that's not too far from here, a great man of God, a A minister uh, a pastor Uh, this man's daughter and and her son had to move home because she was married to a to a man that was very unkind to her and uh, he was just very unkind didn't support her so the minister's daughter and his grandson had to move home well the daughter took her husband to court to get full custody The man that she was married to certainly didn't need to have custody of that little boy. And so this minister went with his daughter to the court. And the case was heard by the judge. The man, the father of the little boy presented his. The mother presented his. But this is what the email that came just two or three days ago from this minister friend that I know very well. This minister friend said, I started praying before I even got to that courtroom. I prayed in that courtroom. But he said, what I prayed was, I prayed the scripture. Now listen to me, friend. I'm going to turn over just a little bit to the scripture that he prayed. He told me the very scripture that he prayed. This This was the scripture that he prayed. Psalm 27. He was praying that his daughter would get full custody of this little boy and that they would be able to take that little boy home and keep him. So, my pastor friend said, I started praying against the doors of the courtroom. This was his prayer The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When evil men advance against me to devour my flesh, when my enemies and my foes attack me, they will stumble and fall. Though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. Though war break out against me, even then I will be confident. He began to pray. To, Friend, you have to know that scripture. You have to know where to turn to it in order to pray it. And he prayed it, and the judge ruled in the favor of the daughter. She got full custody of that, that little boy. Friend, God answers prayer. And when you know the scripture, you have faith to pray and to believe and to receive the answer. God has a plan. It's for me to submit to that plan. Paul went on to say, I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed in us. Friend, God is good. If he's your father, then go to daddy. You're his child. Affirm that relationship. So here it is. Have faith in God. Stay focused on God. Affirm your relationship with God. Know God's word and continue to give thanks to the Lord. And the victory will be yours and you will overcome.
1: Were you blessed by today's message? If so, would you take a moment to share your blessing with us? By sending an email to at thehealingwordministries.com. That's contact us at thehealingwordministries.com. And when you email us, be sure to request a copy of the book, What You Need to Know About Healing, for a donation of any amount. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at this same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you.